Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The season is starting and Prosper Insurance is helped to stock you up on your favorite Washington football team gear by offering a $25 gift card to the NFL shop when you get a home and auto quote with them. You don't even have to buy a policy to get the $25 gift card, though the savings will be worth it. I can tell you from experience, the quote I received was $2,000 less than my previous insurer. It might not be like that for everyone, but why not find out? Finding the right insurance can be a pain, but Prosper makes it easy while providing great service and advice. Their licensed advisors shop the market with top companies like Allstate, Nationwide, Progressive, Travelers, and more to find you the perfect coverage at a great rate, which helps explain why Prosper has more than 1,000 five-star reviews on Google. You have nothing to lose. Simply visit prosper.insurance slash kind to get your quote and a $25 gift card. That's prosper.insurance slash kind, K-E-I-M. This offer is good from August 29th to September 12th. You know what else is cool? They plant a tree for every policy they write. That's more than 66,000 trees and counting. Get ready to feel good about your insurance. Empire. Hello and welcome to my podcast. Today, I'm joined by ESPN NFL analyst Matt Hasselbeck as we break down the Washington football team heading into the 2021 season. We talked Ryan Fitzpatrick, what it's like facing ends such as Chase Young and Montez Sweat, and what actually he would like to see when you have ends like that. I love sharing a national perspective with you. It has changed over the past year and is different than it's been for a while. Now, they just have to prove that perception has changed for real on the field. You can see Matt on ESPN's various shows and follow him on Twitter at Hasselbeck, H-E, excuse me, H-A-S-S-E-L-B-E-C-K. And of course, you can read me on ESPN.com. I have a story up now where I ask some analysts a question. If you could draft all over again in 2020, would you still take Chase Young over Justin Herbert? The majority of the seven people I talked to picked Herbert, but the only one I believe who would have picked him from the, at the time was probably Mel Kuyper, only because he felt if you need a quarterback, you have to take a quarterback. So for him, it would have been either take Herbert or Tua. But even he said, if you weren't sold on the QB, then you take Chase Young because he had him as the best player in the draft. So it's really not a wrong answer in, in this situation. I know the only quarterback they would have taken it to was Joe Burrow if he had not gone first overall. You can't operate a team in hindsight and nobody is saying that they made a mistake. Listen, to me, what spoke volumes is the fact that it wasn't unanimous that others would pick Herbert. He's a quarterback. The reality is that other teams that faced a bigger choice were Cincinnati and Miami because both of them took quarterbacks. So they picked a quarterback over another quarterback. 
And I know some in Washington were not high on Tua at all, and they weren't sold on various aspects of Herbert. There were questions about him. A lot of people had questions about him. Read what Dan Orlovsky said about him in the story, because he had questions about him. Now he would take him now, but back then there were questions. So you don't take them. And, and I, I don't blame them at all for what they did. And even one person who likes Herbert said, you still need to wait because, and this is somebody I talked to in the NFL, a front office executive with another team said, you still need to wait because let's see how we go, what he does this year. Um, let's see what Washington does in the future with that quarterback position. Cause that's going to really determine it. I also know had they drafted Herbert, he'd be in a much different spot. Some places are just right for you. And that's something others pointed out. Herbert would not be surrounded by the same talent here that Washington has right now. And the defense would not be the same, better or worse overall for the team. I don't know. Definitely different. And they certainly would have, if Herbert played the same way here, then they would have that problem solved. And that's a major, major problem that they haven't been able to solve for a long, long time. But again, it would not be the same situation. And I don't know, is Montez Sweat the same? I know Young has had a big impact on him. Is the defensive line room the same? I know he's had a big impact there. And one thing I pointed out in the article is how you can't understate the impact Young has made on this franchise, on other players, and as the face of it. Young will be a star here for a long time. It was a transformational piece for them to add. It, one person with, with the team told me it's a basically – he was the, the his his impact and all that was similar to a quarterback, um, just in in terms of his leadership and and all and his maturity and all that. It can be fun to play the what if game. It's it's more for stories and talk radio. No team is playing that. If if Young had been a big disappointment, then of course you're going to play that. But he's not, and nobody should be disappointed that they have will have Young for a long time. The kid has Hall of Fame ability. Again, the fact that it wasn't unanimous spoke volumes. Now, on to this Tanya Snyder interview on that Adam Schefter did on his podcast. And I'm not going to dwell too much on it. You can give it a listen. It's a lot about the past year and the direction of the franchise. It will elicit some stronger feelings. And at times, I wasn't, I wasn't sure. She talked about being horrified. I wasn't sure exactly what part she was horrified by. But listen and see what you think. And I'll just say that. She did confirm that the final eight names on the list for the new team name were, were Adam Astor, like, is it the Red Hogs, Defenders, Armada, Presidents, Brigade, Commanders, Red Wolves, and, and Washington football team is the final eight? And she said yes. Now, Jason Wright had said in the past that those were just a list of names. It wasn't necessarily the final eight. Whatever. My main take is I'm, I'm honestly, just like you, tired of the speculation. This has been going on for a long time, and I don't – and I understand why it's taking a while. I don't doubt that they probably already have the name. Jason Wright told me in November that they could have it long before it's announced because they want to roll it out at the same time as the logos, et cetera. It takes time to get all of that finalized. And that was really it. I think, to be honest, a lot of the easier part in this is probably finding the name um, as far as timeline goes. Kevin Sheehan from, ES, from 980 said that it won't be the Washington football team. I know more than a few of you who have warmed to that name. People I know, you know, socially, people on social media, or just, you know, people in my, you know, family members, whatever. Um, regardless, I think we'll all be glad when it's over. Um, again, I understand what they're doing. It's just that let's get it over with. Anyway, that's all for me. After this break, I'll be back with ESPN NFL analyst Matt Hasselbeck. Why he'd still take Chase Young over Justin Herbert. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Football is back, so you need to get in on the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And with the NFL returning, DraftKings is giving new customers $200 in free bets instantly when you bet $1 or more on any football game. Listen up, because you don't want to miss this. Head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and place a bet of $1 or more on any week, one game to receive $200 in free bets instantly. DraftKings didn't forget about current customers. All customers can participate in DraftKings week one, no brainer. For opening night, all customers can double their money as long as Tampa Bay doesn't lose by 74 points. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code KIND to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code KIME, K-E-I-M, to get your free $200 in free bets instantly. For a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You must be 21 or older, Virginia only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call the Virginia Problem Gambling Helpline at 888-532-3500. Welcome back. Now here's my conversation with ESPN NFL analyst, Matt Hasselbeck. I want to start with Ryan Fitzpatrick. And this is a guy who's played a while and you know that road, it's hard to get to that point. How impressive is it what he's done? I know he's not had this Hall of Fame career, but to do what he's done at all these stops and to still be playing at this age seems kind of difficult. Well, it's, it's been Hall of Fame with the business of sports, right? Right, like, right. You know, no, it's, it's uh, I have a tremendous amount of respect for Ryan Fitzpatrick and what he's done in his career, having played against him back when he was like in the St. Louis uh, Rams. You know, like he's, uh, to me, he's a winner. He's, uh, he's a gunslinger. I thought he really... Uh, got shafted last year uh, in Miami. They had a really good team. I think he was number five in the NFL in QBR. And then they just benched him because they had a bye week and they had a very talented young quarterback um, that they had drafted. But I just thought it was way too early to go to Tua. You know, he had a shortened off season uh, coming off of an injury. They're in the hunt to, you know, make the playoffs and, uh, and it just got ripped from Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, 
you know, and I don't know the reasons why they ended up making that change, but, um, you know, I thought Ryan Fitzpatrick plus Chan Gailey was a pretty special thing that they had going on offense there. How hard is it to, because one of the things he's talked about is that he feels like he's playing his best ball at this stage, which is very difficult to, to obtain. How hard is that to be? And is that, do you, do you buy that? Yeah, no, that doesn't surprise me at all. Like I started, I started, I think I started nine games as a 40 year old and people would always ask me like, oh, is it hard as you're getting older? Like, I think for most, most positions, the older you get, you know, obviously the slower you get. So the worse you get, but for quarterbacks, it's a little bit different. The older you get, I feel like the slower the game gets for you. Right. Like, especially if you're not a quarterback that was relying on outrunning somebody anyway, you know, or something like that. Like as long as your arm strength's there, which is a thrower, I think most retired quarterbacks can still throw it just Mm -hmm. like they always threw it. It's about taking the beating and staying healthy. Like that's the biggest challenge. Uh, It's not seven on seven. It's 11 on 11 tackle football. And so like what I've seen from Ryan Fitzpatrick is I've seen the game slow down for him. He's seen all this different stuff. Some of these defense coordinators are younger than him. And quite honestly, some of them probably get psyched out a little bit going up against such a veteran quarterback. And, and even with the rules that the, the way they are right now, you can't hit a quarterback the same way you used to. You can't hit defenseless receivers the same way you, you used to. It's almost like a veteran quarterback, aside from the salary that they make, there's huge value in having a guy that's been there, done it. To me, while you're developing a younger talent, younger, cheaper talent underneath, but uh, it doesn't surprise me at all that, that he's played at such a high level. What does surprise me is that he's been able to run the ball right, <laughs> right. that he's taken and get up, you know, with a smile on his face. There must be extra padding in that beard of his or something. But, but no, I, I think, I think he's a winner and he's uh, he's kind of a weapon. And I think there's a lot of defenses that um, he's not really a guy that they'd want to go up against. Did you go up? Did you face him in a game at all? I'm sure I I think I did when we were I think I was in Seattle and uh, we had a guy on our team from Harvard and uh, when I think it was like Kurt Warner and Mark Bulger were hurt Mike Martz's offense they played Ryan Fitzpatrick that year and this teammate of mine from Harvard was like oh wait till you see Ryan Fitzpatrick he was amazing at Harvard and we of course all the teammates were like oh you're just saying that because he went to Harvard whatever whatever but he comes in I think is his first start through for some crazy amount of yards. I think it was like 300 and something and had a great game in that Mike Martz offense. And so he's had so many different coaches and so many different offenses with him now being with Scott Turner. That's essentially the Mike Martz system. Um, so he's an expert in all these systems. So like, you know, I just, I, I think he's a really, really underrated player. What, what Has the national perception around this franchise changed over the last year at all? Do you think? For sure, in a lot of different ways, um, in a lot of different ways. I think they've actually done a really nice job in rebranding. You know, I grew up forever, uh, you know, it was the Washington Redskins. Like, how could you get rid of that? And now the Washington football team sounds kind of awesome, actually. Like, I, I like the name. I think it should stick. Their uniforms, I would say, are maybe some of the best uniforms in the yeah. game. Did a they're, they're clean. They're nice. They're great. Uh, that defense and what they were able to do last year with the lack of, you know, offensive power, they really right. didn't have much offensive power last year. And to be so relevant come playoff time was really, was really impressive. So, um, 
I think when I think of Washington right now, I'm thinking tough, gritty, incredible defense, great D-line, uh, a team that could turn the corner in that division, which is certainly winnable for them. When you look at the, the pass rush duo of Chase Young, Montez Sweat, where does that stack up? In a, you know, Montez is already talking about them breaking records, which is, you know, maybe jumping ahead a little bit, but that's, their, that's what they're talking about. Where do you think that stacks up um, now and where could it get to? Yeah, uh, talk is cheap, but turn on the film <laughs> and that's not cheap. Those guys right. were amazing last year. Uh, you know, that D-line, you you have to put them up there as one of the top D-lines in football, potentially. Um, you know, you glance at the depth chart and you're like, wait, wait, that can't be right. They're all first rounders, like right. every single one of them. Um no, they're, they're like, listen, I know what it's like as a quarterback trying to go up against, you know, there's five offensive linemen and there's four D linemen typically. So the way you do pass pro typically is you say, okay, our five on your four, and we're going to choose which way we send that extra lineman for either a four on three or a three on two or a two on one. Well, if you have two guys that are a real problem, you can't block one-on-one. -on -one, like you just take your playbook and throw it out. Like you, you can't run any of your normal plays you have to keep extra people in and that just invites more defenders in the box so that's why you see so many people investing so much money on the d-line but usually they don't hit home runs with the d-linemen the way that you know washington has so uh i was talking about this yesterday with teddy bruski and rex ryan at uh, our Sunday NFL countdown shoot. And they were both saying that they thought that Chase Young is probably the front runner. I think they both said this, the front runner for defensive player of the year, um, or they were arguing about it, but like, I, I, I can't disagree. I mean, from what I've seen on film, I can't disagree. When you're as a quarterback and you have a line like that, what kind of coverages do you want to see and what kind do you not like to see that makes it easier for the pass rush? Uh, well, I would hope that they would blitz because if they're blitzing, now your great pass rushers, let's just say it's Chase Young. Instead of him pass rushing, he's just more sort of taking the inside edge of a tackle so that someone else can get free and unblocked. So like that, and now there's less people in the back end for me to contend with in pass coverage. So the worst thing is when you're able to get a pass rush with just four guys, right? That's, that's a challenge for an offense. And that's really what Washington has done. And even going back to when Ron Rivera, when I was playing, when I was in, uh, when I was playing against Ron Rivera, when he was in Carolina, mostly when they, they when they went to the Super Bowl, they were able to get a pass rush with four guys and they didn't trick you. There was nothing like you'd study the film. And it was like, by Wednesday, you'd say to yourself, there's really nothing to study. They're just better than us. Right. <laughs> they're, not, yeah. they're not tricking us. That's just Julius Peppers, you know, with a really awesome swim move on your tackle. Uh, you know, fortunately for us, I remember we played them in the championship game, uh, NFC championship game. One of our strengths of our team happened to be tackle. So it, like it kind of was a wash, but but that's not the case for most teams. Most teams don't have two great tackles. And so that's why most teams would struggle going up against Washington's defense. One of the big things, the points of emphasis, they added William Jackson, the third, a corner, drafted Benjamin St. Juice to corner, both longer can play press. Does that make it harder? Because that's one of the things they want to diversify that the coverage that they can play 
behind that line to make it harder. Is there, is, does press man make it harder if you have that good rush? Would you rather see Zeller? I think it, I think it, you know, either way, it, it, it gives them more f- options or gives them more flexibility. But what I've seen from Washington, they get creative on third down. They're not creative on first and second down necessarily, but on third down they they get creative and where that, where that uh, versatility, you know, comes in is when, you know, possibly you've got a younger quarterback who hasn't seen a lot. Like, so that's one right. instant or, or another time would be just like if some of these teams have great wide receivers and it's hard to play DB right now. I mean, it's <laughs> very, very hard to play DB and now you get hurry up offenses. And it seems like every time, the NFL changes a rule, it's really to the benefit of, of an, of an offensive, uh, of an offensive side of the ball type of thing. But um, no, just, uh, just, just in general though, having the ability to play man coverage in today's NFL um, is, it, it, it just, it's valuable. It's incredibly valuable. And, and I think even in this preseason, what you're seeing is you're seeing a lot of people play man coverage in the preseason that once the regular season comes, they're going to play zone. Right. And they played more man in the preseason because it helps the scouts see how good of a man player that person is. But like when the regular season comes, some of these man teams, they just go back to doing what they do. They play cover two or they play a lot more zone coverage. But in the preseason, they just want to get a look. They're not overly concerned with like, hey, we lost the game or someone got beat deep. We just want to see what kind of skills you have. The other thing I'm wondering, too, Washington plays the Chargers in week one. It's Chase Young. It's Justin Herbert. Two years ago in the draft, there was a choice, Chase Young, and then Justin Herbert and Tua are there. I don't think there was really a choice here. They wanted Chase Young. But in hindsight, when you look back at that, is that still the right decision? Yeah, because you you can't look at it in a vacuum. I think, you know, they had just drafted Dwayne Haskins. And so you know, doing that back to back. Um, I think the safe bet was Chase Young. You know, it, it reminds me a little bit what uh, the Cleveland Browns did with Miles Garrett. You know, my, they, mm-hmm. they had the choice. They could have gone quarterback or Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett, again, just like left tackle is just this incredible position to have an amazing player. So is a defensive end pass rusher type guy. So they went with the sure thing and Chase Young and basically said, hey, we'll figure out our quarterback another way and maybe another year. And sometimes, sometimes, as a, the person putting together a team, you have to build the team and then figure out your quarterback. You know, other times you get your quarterback and then figure out your team. But um, I think it was kind of a win-win. You know, the Chargers right. have incredible pass rushers as well. And so, you know, they needed they needed that, that quarterback. And Justin Herbert is that guy. But um, there's something to the, you know, the kid from Oregon being the quarterback in LA, you know, staying on the West coast. And there, there's some of that, like that, that's a fit. And I, I think Chase Young's a great fit for Washington though. And uh, he just feels like an NFC East player to me. He does. And when you see him, you can't really question that they made a wrong decision no. because he's, he's <laughs> well, pretty good. Remember, yeah. Do you remember the touchdown that he scored yeah. last year? Yeah. I mean, that was, I remember interviewing him for a, um, for like a Pro Bowl show that we did uh, on ESPN. And basically, you know, I was asking all these different guys, like, what was, what was the biggest thrill of the year for you? Like, and, I, and I think his answer was something like, you know, hey, when I scored this touchdown and I'm watching the play and I'm like, he looks like a running back. It looks yeah. like he could play like, like basically if we said, all right, you have a year, what other positions could you train yourself to go play? He could find other positions to play. I mean, he's that special. And uh, 
I'm just glad I played quarterback. I can't imagine having to try to block him. It's a scary thing to say, like you'd rather just be sacked by someone like that. But the thought of having to block that person every play, you know, during the game, no, thank you. You know, the funny thing on that play is Montez Sweat was running right with him, and he came from the other side of the field. And those were the first two down there. And he throws a block at like the five yard line. I'm like, these are their defensive ends. But last, it is amazing. Last question, man. I appreciate you doing this. Um, how do you feel they stack up in the NFC East? Fine. Like a hundred percent fine. Like you tell, I mean, going back to last year, I was not a believer in Washington last year and mostly because I wasn't really a believer in the quarterback play. Um, I just wasn't sure how you could win consistently with what they, how they started the year. Now they were impressive. I mean, go back to that Philadelphia Eagles game. That was sort of the beginning of the end for Carson Wentz in Philly. Um, they, they couldn't, they couldn't block. They couldn't protect Carson. I forget how many times he got sacked, but it was twice as many as it should have been. I mean, it was, it was a lot like eight or nine. I think it was a beat down. Right. So um, now you look in that division, offensive line has been an issue for the, for the New York giants. Like they they're playing musical chairs there. Um, Philly obviously is in a rebuild mode. Dallas, obviously their offense is great, but I'm not sure that they're a complete team right now. Are, is that defense fixed? Not yet. It's not. So why not? If you can mm -hmm. bring stability and consistency to the quarterback position and stay healthy. There's no reason Washington can't win this division. Matt, thanks a lot. My pleasure. Had fun. That's it for this episode. Thanks to Matt for joining me and thank you as always for tuning in. I'll be back with another episode Friday talking about the Los Angeles charges with our LA reporter, Shelly Smith. Plus, a segment with Tailgate Ted back at the stadium after a long absence. Talk to you next time.